Thanks for listening to FYI Stillwater, where you hear information about your local government you didn't know you need to know. Be sure to check out other news and information from the city of Stillwater at stillwater.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hello, I am Paula Dennison, Assistant City Manager with the City of Stillwater. I have with me our Public Works Director, Mark White. Thank you for co-hosting with me today. Thank you for having me again. How are you doing this fine? I'm cold. Spring, <laughs> not spring day. This is not my kind of spring. I was talking earlier and I was like, you know, the one good thing, I guess, about the cold weather and the not typical spring is we're not having bad weather with tornadoes and stuff like that, but um, I'd rather be... Now you're going to jinx us. <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I hope not, too. Yeah, But you're right. It's not typical this no. time of year weather at all, is it? But you've been doing some spring cleaning you were telling me about. Yeah, been doing some spring cleaning at the house, and, and we've even been doing some spring cleaning here at work, so... Uh, you know, we've had enough of these rain days that, you know, the guys can't get out to Strickland Park. They can't get out to the skate park. So, you know, we're cleaning up the Quonset Hut. We're cleaning up, you know, there at 8th Street. So uh, it has benefited us from that standpoint, I guess. Yeah, well, that's good. Might as well, you know, use up the time wisely. Yes. And, and do stuff that probably hasn't been done in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, well, that's good. So today, our guest, we have Community Resources Manager Barbara Bliss with us. How you doing, Miss Barbara? I'm terrific. Thrilled to be here. Good. So, Mark, I'll turn it over to you. All right. We're going to start with some basic facts about Barb. Barb began with the city in September 1984. Do you remember that book, 1984? I do. You do? Have uh -huh. you read it? No, but I remember it you was do one remember? of our book lists. Yeah, yeah. but I it was a big it. thing around that time. What? Yeah, yeah, it uh -huh. was. It was kind of interesting because it was like kind of a sci-fi, mm -hmm. political into the future thing, you know. Uh -huh. so. so see, you are famous. You joined the city in '84 along with the book. There you go. There you go. Uh -huh. And think about this. That's 36 and a half years ago. Yes, it is. Wow. That's a long wow. time with the city. It is. I come from a long line of people who stay with their jobs forever. So. <laughs> well, you certainly have accomplished that, Barb. <laughs> so you've moved up to the Park and Rec Department. Yes. And is that your entire career? That really is, yes. I came out okay. here right after I graduated with my master's degree from Indiana University. Oh, okay. So I came out here in the fall of 1984, and they were, we were getting ready to move into the Armory Building, where we're located now at 315 East 9th. Oh, wow. But we were in the basement of City Hall for a couple months before we moved over there. So We still have boxes <laughs> that we haven't been through. We need to do spring cleaning, too, yes. uh -huh, from the basement days yes. at City Hall. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So you were, uh, you're an OSU fan, Ohio State. Ohio State. Not Oklahoma State. <laughs> oh, I'm an Oklahoma, no, 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 I'm an Oklahoma State fan too. Sure, but uh, both. And, but yes, I'm a Buckeye, graduated in 1982. Okay. Born and bred in Ohio, so yes, and then my master's degree from Indiana. Oh, so I'm wow. a Big Ten girl. 
Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. So a Buckeye and a Hoosier. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really interesting. I grew up, you know, watching the fighting Illini. I know. I'm <laughs> s- I'm s- I think they're going to get better. I really do. Still Big Ten. So, I know. Yeah, I, I think they've got a chance. I, Their basketball program's good, football not so Yeah, much. I think they'll get so, better in football. Yeah. Okay, well, it's good to have everybody here today, and thank you for joining us, so welcome. Let's start with the lightning round. So we ask random yet revealing questions okay. of our guest. Okay, you ready? All right. I'm excited, okay. yes. Barb, what's your favorite plant? Oh, the, the buckeye tree. The buckeye what, tree. What else? I mean... <laughs> The state tree of Ohio, uh, the leaves look like marijuana plants. So we would, I played <laughs> softball at Ohio State, and we'd come out in our jackets with buckeye leaves on them, and they all think we're, we were some drug culture or something, you know, uh, but, but the five leaves. And then they flower in the spring, and then they drop in the fall, those nasty-looking green spiky balls. But when you open it, it's a beautiful buckeye so buckeye. my mom used to go collect them in the fall and send them to me out here oh wow oh, would she really yeah. that's cool and what would you do with them put them on my desk you carry them in your pocket for good luck mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of people do that i have a buckeye necklace so yeah oh that's cool there are creative yeah. things yeah. to do with them that yes. is neat good all right what's your personal fright story when our daughter Noah was probably three. We were in a uh, a department store and we lost her. Oh, and that's the worst thing. A yes, new, new parent or yes, of a young one can imagine. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that was yes our one and only baby. And Kelly and I ran around the store yelling her name and notifying people. You know, lockdown and all that. And, and Noah, we should have known this was a sign of things to come. She was hiding in a rack of clothes, watching us frantically go through the store searching for her. Oh, my. Then she jumped out. Here I am. <laughs> okay, one more. All right. Uh, let's see. Who would you have sing at your funeral? I would have the voice of an angel, Karen Carpenter. She would bring everyone to tears, although I really don't want them crying. I want them to be happy at my funeral. And she could bring her brother Richard with her to play the piano if she so chose to do so. But uh, I miss her voice. That's a good choice. Uh That is a good choice. I just think she had the greatest voice ever. Yeah. (laughs) Hadn't thought about that group in a long time. So thank you. I listen to the 70s channel on Sirius Radio, so uh, you, you can catch you, them quite often on there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good. Okay, well, let's start the interview. Then. All right. So, since you have been here um, 36 and a half years, <laughs> how did you get from Ohio to Oklahoma? Well, I went from Ohio to Indiana, and then uh, part of my job, I worked for one of the professors in the department. And so I was getting near my graduation with my master's degree, and one of my jobs was to code new jobs that were coming in for the graduate students to look at and apply for. So I saw this one, and it was kind of tailor-made for me, you know. It was to, um, at that time, uh, be in charge of youth sports, especially the girls, and uh, do some adult sports programming, some special events, and I thought, oh, 
oh, that's kind of what I want to do. So I didn't post that one. I just applied for it. <laughs> Set that one to the side. <laughs> that one is in my pile. Perfect. And uh, I think that's called cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Perks of the job is what it's called. There you go. And uh, sent my resume. They asked me to come for an interview, so I drove my, my Camaro out here on my own. Figured out, you know, you didn't have phones and all that at the time. I had to go to AAA and mapped it out for me, and I drove out paper here on my map. own. Oh, paper yeah. map that you're flipping in the car yeah. as you're driving along, yeah. your trip tick. Came out here, uh, spent the night, went to my interview. The uh, director at the time was from Indiana University, so that helped me. Oh, wow. He had no idea what he was getting, but he, 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 um, he and Paulette Reynolds, who was his assistant at the time, and Paulette and I really clicked. And they offered me the job before I left, and I accepted it, went back, packed up, and moved out here. So now you, here you are, 36 here years Here I am. I later. said... Still here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I said... I, and I'd never had an allergy before I moved out here. Yeah. But immediately uh the allergies and i just wasn't in love with oklahoma and i said i'm going to be out of here in two years but the more i was here i loved stillwater if i lived in oklahoma the stillwater if i lived in oklahoma stillwater is about the only town i think i'd live in just and then i loved my coworkers. loved them i mean we're more of a family than and several of them are still here with yeah. me so um I think that's a lot throughout the whole organization. Yep. I think you so, know? too. You've got, you've got those really close ties. Yes. And you don't just work together, but you truly, deeply care about each right. other. Yes. We were more like family than Yeah. It, it's interesting because I've only been here seven years, and, you know, the relationships that I've built in seven years and the trust and, and like you say, that, that family feel – is is so evident i mean you know there's people all around throughout the city you know up here at city hall and stuff like that i just drop in and and talk to them and stuff like that covid slowed it down a little bit but you know you just build these really strong relationships it's really neat yes it is and so i've stayed i mean i've had no reason raised my kids here and it's been a good place to raise kids and now did you say you played softball at ohio state oh i did now, I never knew that. So here, <laughs> you don't Mark. tell me that. Seriously? Uh, <laughs> so that's neat. You just don't ask the right questions. I guess not. <laughs> We've been neighbors for 19, 20 years. Yeah, 20, 20 years. years. Yes. So, uh, so what position did you play? Third base. Oh, very cool. And it was back in the days when, you know, women weren't even in the NCAA. They had their own. Was it like club? No, it was it was varsity, but okay. but it wasn't under the NCAA. They did that the year after I left. Oh, that's interesting. And so I was a walk on because my high school team did not have fast pitch softball. So I knew I wanted to go to Ohio State, and my parents, God bless them, they uh, they offered all three of us kids the opportunity to go to college, and I was the only one who took them up on it. Oh wow! And my dad worked at a factory. My mom didn't work, and they offered to pay for the whole thing, and um, at that time, you could pay for college on one income. It yeah. didn't cost $24,000 a year, yeah. 
I remember getting the bills in the mail. My uh, tuition was $334 per quarter. Ohio State went by quarters. Yeah. So, wow. I mean, picture what it is now. But they offered to pay. I took them up on it. I wanted to go to Ohio State. I wanted to walk on, try to get on the softball team. I did. And from there, I got several academic scholarships. And finally, my senior year, after starting for four years, they gave me an athletic scholarship. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And so I helped my parents through it, but I'm really appreciative to them for giving me that opportunity. Yeah, so that's great. Mm -hmm. And then you moved out here away from them. <laughs> then I got yeah. as far away from them as I could. I did. And our relationship got tremendously better. So That happens sometimes, it doesn't it? It does. Yeah. We were very good. I'm a good letter writer. Oh, I, I write much, much better than I speak. That is an art that is not practiced much anymore. I'd no. much rather write a handwritten Me letter. Me too. Yeah. Then type it on the computer and print it out and sign right. my name to it. And I send an email. Yeah, I did that in college once a week. I wrote them a letter. Yeah. Um, and my mother had them all saved. When she died, she just had bundles and bundles. Oh, did she really? And she, the good ones she would pass on to the relatives that described oh, wow. things that were going on and oh, no, my roommates neat. and yeah, yeah. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That is. So in Park and Rec, since you've been in Stillwater for so long, and all of your training and education and all is, is in this related field, what all changes have you seen here in Stillwater and also at a national level? Well, here in Stillwater, I mean, we used to be a huge department. I think we had over 30 people in park maintenance and then... My gosh, there are probably 10 of us in the recreation division doing different things. We've now moved towards uh, letting people who are experts in those fields do those things. So we have a lot of public-private partnerships. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I thought we did a pretty good job in a lot of things, but these people, that's the one thing they do. So we have one group that does sports and one group that does the art center and one group that does kittens and yeah. <laughs> you know we, we have yeah. tiny paws under that's us right. so that's one, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of our public that's one of our public private i do kittens i do kittens well i have many cats but they really do it they well do. So. Mm -hmm. so that's a trend you see um more public private partnerships um Sports, you see, still the youth sports, very, very active. We have a lot of kids that participate. So we kind of, health and wellness has become a big focus. And that wasn't necessarily what you saw when you first came into it. I mean, yeah, get out in the parks and all that, but really a lot of focus on, on health and wellness. Yeah. Um, and commuting with nature and just trying to... Um, get outdoors more so you see a lot a, a lot of that emphasis more mm -hmm. um, and not developing land as much as we used to I mean everything you know you thought you had to turn land into some type of park or some type of ball field kind of going back to nature on some of that stuff and looking at more natural land rather than developing everything within the park system so yeah, and yeah. that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, is it's it? not. 
So you mentioned the public-private partnerships mm -hmm. that we have. Talk about a couple of those here, what their objectives are, um, how, how we got into that relationship with them, and do you see them as benefiting the city or covering things that current staffing and resource levels cannot? Well, the one I work probably most closely with that takes up a lot of my time is SASA, Stillwater Area Sports Association, and Carol Walstead runs that, and she's fabulous. Uh, we have a very good relationship. She's uh, involved with putting on all the youth and adult sports in Stillwater, and then she's picked up additional things, like she'll do the tennis lessons and anything to do with... Uh, type of a, a sports-related program, Carolyn's very willing to put that on and, and, and get people involved in that. They can do a very good job. They just had a tournament in town, baseball tournament, brought in 93 teams. They can do that so much better than we could because they can bring in people from outside to work and pay them immediately after they work the tournament. You have to bring in a tournament director and then all these umpires and people to work the gates. And, you know, the city, we had to process them if they're an employee and put them... Yeah, all of the all the paperwork, paperwork. and bat, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. and they and then they gotta wait two weeks for their checks, and people don't like to do that. So when they come to work tournaments, they expect to be paid as soon as they're done working. She could do all that. So mm -hmm. uh, the tournament, even though it poured down rain the Friday night, the first night they got the games in Saturday and Sunday, brought I don't know how much money into the community because every hotel was booked. Good and hasn't been for a long, a long time. Right. Yeah. Restaurants mm -hmm. were busy. Uh, the on cue out by Wittenberg said they did five times the business that weekend. Great. That they normally do. Uh -huh. So, um, big benefit to the community right. and to city government right. as well. Right. So, uh, they have uh, really done a good job promoting their sports programs. And then she does additional things. Um, she gets all the other groups who deal with youth involved in meetings once a month, and she promotes their activities also. So the YMCA, she'll promote what they have going on. Um, and that's another one of our partnerships is the Y. It is. They, the swimming pool. They that's run right. our city pool. It was another thing. I mean, it was probably uh, cost-effective for us to turn that over to them. Uh, we still get it ready for them, prep for them, purchase the chemicals for them, but then they run it during the summer. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to go out and hire the lifeguards and all that. And, again, put them through the process, them through mm -hmm. the paperwork, train them. They already have people on staff usually that have worked their indoor pool. Yeah. So they can do a much better job of hiring people and getting the the uh, program, the pool up and running. So it sounds like that our partnerships <clears throat> that we have, and there are many others. Many others, Prairie Arts Center, Lake McMurtry. Mm-hmm. Um, Friends of the Community Center. Friends of the Community Center, oh my goodness, yes, all the the money and time and effort they've put into the community center, soccer association. Um, I don't mean to leave anyone out, but just all those groups, tennis association, yes. 
So they're mutually beneficial. Mutually beneficial. Yes, Good. they are. Yeah, that's, that's great to know. So I'm the liaison with them. So that's a big part of my job, making mm-hmm. sure what they're doing is promoting city activities and doing what they need to do for the public and then making sure they have what they need to do that. Good. So as an announcement, anybody that can be watching or listening in the, the upcoming future, um, some of our future city council meetings are going to have their reports from yes, our public par- private partners. Um, so tune in and listen to those council meetings and check the agenda when they're going to be there because they're going to be spread over a couple yes. of meetings. So what about any advice for somebody listening or watching that really loves, like you've said, you love the the outdoor aspect of it, the sports aspect of it, the uh, family relationship aspect of what you do. For somebody looking to Parks and Rec, what advice would you give them? What I would do and... and Probably an area that would help the most is um, if you want to go into this field to get the degree and to make an emphasis on therapeutic recreation, so inclusive recreation. Um, We have a lot of ADA issues that we have to deal with in this town and all parks and recreation departments are kind of behind in some of the the accessibility issues and the programming, and if you have experience in that, that helps tremendously because um, we're trying to expand the programming we do for populations, and it would just help to have a wide range of not only uh, programming and uh, park maintenance, things like that. I would just get an overall um, Parks and Rec administration degree and go from there, but emphasize therapeutic recreation. I think you'd, because even if you don't get a job working for the city, uh, TR, you can get jobs in hospitals and it, mm-hmm. um, any group, of the playground equipment providers, probably yes. even you could. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you wanted to go into that aspect sense. of it, design mm-hmm. and, and really the past two years, I have learned more about maintenance. Thank you, Mark White. <laughs> You're welcome, of, uh, <laughs> Equipment and parks and irrigation systems yeah. and plumbing and things that you don't typically think of, but... you got to deal with. You have to deal with. Uh-huh. Boy, do you have to deal with it. So uh-huh. you, you know more about park restrooms than you ever wanted to know, but... That's part of it. So yeah, it is. Well, that's that's really good advice. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick your brain with this just right quickly. What is the biggest hot topic item project that you have just started working on? The first one ever in the city. The master plan. Woo-hoo! Yay! <laughs> we were very very excited. We're doing a, a master plan for. The parks and community resources and we are entering into negotiations with a, a firm to see if we can strike a deal with them they um, really impressed us with their presentation and and so we're seeing what we can work out with them but what they will do is 
produce a five to ten year plan and where what we need to do with the parks what we need to do with our programming how do we get people involved what do people want so they will be out in the community um, asking questions of the public what they would like to see us do so stay tuned and give your opinion yes they they want your opinion they will come up with a variety of ways to gather information um, and it will help us tremendously when we do our capital budget how will mm -hmm. budget for the next five to ten years uh, do people want to see obviously our swimming pool has issues it was um, constructed in 1973 it's just a basic pool do people want to see that pool as it is continued do we want to build a new pool do we want more splash pads which have been a huge success in this city mm -hmm. so I mean they'll look at all aspects of everything we do including Mark's group and the maintenance and how we mm -hmm. we take care of the parks and how we take care of our buildings so we're very excited to get a to get some outside you know professional expertise on how to do this and what we're doing I mean we all have opinions within the city what we think should be done can be done but it's nice to bring in some people who have I mean worked all over the country um, have done a lot of work in Oklahoma and they can help us with where we need to go in the future yeah, great. Well, it, it is a very exciting time. It is. Stillwater and the Park and Rec and Community Resources. And uh, so, everybody, seriously, stay tuned because they'll be asking for your input. Yes, so they will. Please give it to, to help us out do the first comprehensive master plan yes. for our park properties, our yes. community resource facilities, programming, everything. It's the first one ever. So. Yeah, yeah. so that, that is an exciting time. Yeah, okay. Is. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for us. having me. Enjoyed it. Glad you were able to come back. Uh, I'm thrilled. So, what, six months I'll be here again? You never know. I know. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> the City of Stillwater receives a number of questions by different means. Social media, email, sometimes we'll just have somebody call in or... Uh, just walk in the door, even at customer service, and ask a question. So we got one that is very appropriate for this time of year. Mark, will there be any move-out specials for your appliances or your furniture or the OSU students? Yes, there will be. Um, <clears throat> the move-out uh, specials this year are going to be May 1st and May 21st. And they'll be down at 807 South Perkins Road, which is our convenience collection center. Uh, only certain items are taken, so they'll need to check our city's website at stillwater.org uh, to see what those items are. And just remember, a valid OSU student ID is required. Okay. Um, and I, I think that um, the last I read, and this is probably a little old news, um, not just those two days, but I think it's the whole month of May. The whole month of May. Okay. That the whenever the convenience collection center is open, which I know they're not open on Mondays, Mondays Sundays and Mondays. Correct. Sundays and Mondays they're yes. closed. So yeah, Tuesday through Saturday. Okay, so the month of May. So if you've got furniture, appliances, there's some criteria on the appliances though. They yes. can't have Freon and some other 
Yeah, chemical. there's some gases and things like that that they can't contain, but yes, mm-hmm. that is correct. So check the city website. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, Mark, for being my host again. Always a pleasure to have you. Always a pleasure to be here, Paul. I enjoy it. Good, good. And stay tuned for our next podcast. If you have a question for us, email news at stillwater.org, and on the next podcast, we'll answer a few. You can find FYI Stillwater on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and anywhere else you enjoy your podcasts.